Let's begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, as we gather today, as we are here tonight, uh, to be strengthened by your word. May Lord, as we look at the crown of thorns, may we see your victory. And may this time together be a time that uplifts us and challenges us to live that victory. In your name we pray. Amen. I brought with me something that maybe some of you have seen before. Uh, Mr. Quapis helped me make this. He apparently had to wear this as a child often, so he knew what it looked like. It's purple, so it's liturgical. So um, this, is a, this is a dunce cap. Probably most of you did not experience one of these as a child. This would be something you would wear if you were in trouble or you weren't listening um, and you had to be in the corner. This was something as a, as a, as a cone, I would call it the cone of shame. Um, there's a, at this week as I was uh, getting ready for this message and talking about the crown of thorns, I thought about this, thought this would be a wonderful visual. I also thought about um, a comedian named Bill Engvall. He has a, a sketch that he does kind of talking about, here's your sign. Um, and if you've ever heard that sketch, he kind of calls people who are not very intelligent that they should have to wear signs so we know they're coming. Um, he jokes about um, all the uh, uh, safety uh, things on, like mufflers that say, caution, don't touch, this is hot. You know, and, and at some point, somebody grabbed hold of that, and that's why there's a warning label. Think about that. You can laugh later. That, you know, somebody did that. We all maybe need, need a sign sometimes. We've all had those moments. We've all maybe had to wear one of these. I, as I was thinking about the crown of thorns and as I was reading uh, the book uh, last week, one of the things that struck me that I, I just never caught before, I thought to myself I probably should wear the dunce cap more often, but I never caught the significance of the crown of thorns. At the end of the chapter, the author really points us to this wonderful thing about the crown of thorns. And if you haven't read it, I'm just going to tell you. He he talks about the crown of thorns and how that really symbolizes all the way back to Genesis 3. That the crown that Jesus wears, that crown of thorns, really symbolizes for you and me God when he cursed Adam and Eve for their sin. When sin was brought about, that curse, that the, that the world, that no longer would they be able to just do what they were doing and fruit would produce, right? He says they would bring thorns and thistles would come instead of the fruit that would normally come through their work. And I thought, wow, that is so profound to think about this crown that Jesus was wearing that they put on him. I also thought about the Roman soldiers this week and how although they knew Jesus was the king of the Jews, they called him that. It certainly wasn't a tone of mocking. And I thought about me as a Christian. Am I that Roman soldier too? Because if I'm really honest with myself, as a Christian, I wear this hat a lot. With my, with my inability to trust Jesus. Because Jesus, when he's wearing that crown of thorns, does trade that crown of thorns. He takes that sin and brokenness and trades it for a different kind of crown. The crown of victory. 
And I don't know as Christians if we always see that victory. If we always live in that world of victory. Because Jesus says, I have victory. Through his death and through his resurrection, we have victory. Yet I'm not sure we always do that. This morning, after uh, last night was an election uh, for primaries, uh, this morning on my Facebook feed, I saw many, many people complaining about how, what are we going to do? This person won last night, or that person won last night, on both sides of the aisle. How can this be? What will we ever do? And then I was, as I kept scrolling, I came across a quote from a friend of mine who's a, who's a Christian. And he said this. He said, if we are putting our trust in government and elected officials, if that is where we have our hope today, then we are missing the point. Because we have a God who has already won victory. Do we really believe that that man who was on the cross with that crown of thorns, was he just a man or was he the king of the universe? When he rose again and he traded that crown of thorns for his crown of victory, do we live in that world? Or do we still live in the world of the Roman soldiers? Do we still see the king of the Jews and mock him? I was convicted by that this week. It is a struggle for all of us to do this. But God does make his promise to us that he has won victory. That he is in control of this world. He is in control of all that happens and through his son Jesus and his death and resurrection. We no longer have to wear crowns of thorns either. We have that crown of victory that is won for you and for me. You get to wear that crown on a daily basis as you walk in our world. As you walk in this world broken by sin, by thistles and thorns. You live in a world of victory. May you cling to that tonight. As you leave this place, as you walk out into the cold and the snow and the ice, maybe you walk out into a brokenness in your home. May tonight you hold on to that victory. May tonight you hold on to the victory that was won for you on the cross. And may it give you hope as you see him come again one day. May the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, keep your hearts and mind focused on his victory. Amen.